Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello and welcome back to the Lattes and Lifting podcast. If you are new here, hey, hi, hello. I am so very happy you are here. You're actually only going to hear one voice in the podcast this week. Jess will be back with me next week, but I am bringing you guys a lovely little solo episode. And this week I am chatting with you all about the three most important things for fat loss and what I think you should be focusing on if you are looking to start a fat loss journey. If you didn't know, like I said, I'm Jill, one half of the Lattes and Lifting podcast, and I specialize in women's holistic coaching. So I do everything from fat loss to helping you sort out your gut health to helping you build nutrition habits to building you custom workouts. So if any of that world interests you, you're in the right place and you know the other half or like I said, if you're new here, you will hear the other half, Jess, and she can tell you all about what she specializes in next week. We bring you episodes every single Monday and this week we are chatting all things fat loss. With summer rolling around, with the weather getting nicer out, and honestly, all year round, fat loss is a goal for most people. But it can be really challenging with social media and the internet to know where to start and what to focus on. So this week, I am going to tell you my top three things for fat loss. And if you have no idea where to start, you have no idea what you should be focusing on, start by focusing on these three things. Now, every coach, I think, is going to have similar takes on fat loss, but when I look at fat loss as a whole, I look at it from all aspects. So holistic means all-encompassing, and I am a women's holistic health coach. So no matter what you choose to work with me for, or if you're just hanging out with me on social media, you will always see me approach problems from a whole body perspective. Which means if your goal is to lose fat, I'm not just going to simply look at what you're eating and tell you to eat less or tell you to move more. We are going to look at every single thing that could impact your ability to lose fat. And there is an endless list and I (laughs) do that for you if you choose to work with me one-on-one. But I want to give you some free information on where you can start and what you can be looking at within yourself to get your fat loss journey going. The easiest way we're going to lose fat and keep it off is if we choose to work with our bodies rather than against it. So we want to see if we can optimize our bodies to a point where fat loss is easy. We don't want to be fighting against our bodies all the time. We don't want to be forcing it to lose fat. Even though fat loss can be healthy for us to do, it is still a stress on our bodies and it is not always our body's natural state to want to lose fat. Our brains store fat for survival, so when we try to get our bodies to let go of some of it, it can put up a little bit of a fight sometimes, but it doesn't always have to be that way. 
if we choose to spend time optimizing our bodies and we end up working with our physiology instead of against it, the fat loss process can be a lot easier. And most importantly, it stays off. And even more important than that, it's actually maintainable. So you're not doing a crazy crash diet just to lose 10 pounds for the summer, just to gain back 20, 25, 30 pounds when the fall comes around. You're not having to restrict your favorite foods because you want to lose some water weight. You're not having to skip dinners with your friends because you have a fat loss goal. You're not having to do juice cleanses or keto or intermittent fasting or anything of those sense. And we definitely don't do 1,000 or 1,200 calorie diets around here. That is quite literally the calorie requirement for a toddler. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess you're not a toddler. (laughs) So let's start by optimizing our physiology. And how do we do that? One of the first things you can do is start by supporting and optimizing your metabolism. So our metabolism is the lovely little thing that burns calories in our bodies. Some of us have higher metabolisms, some of us have slower metabolisms. Think of when you were a child. You most likely had a higher metabolism. You were burning through a lot more calories in a day. Or if you were somebody who played really competitive sports in junior high or high school, or maybe you do that now, you most likely have a higher metabolism because your body is burning more calories, which means it needs more food. Our metabolism plays a role in fat loss because it basically decides if we're losing fat or not. And our metabolisms are really smart. So they will learn to function off of literally whatever they're given. So if you've only given your body 800, 1,000, 1,200 calories for the last six months, year, five years, whatever it may be, your body has learned how to function off of those calories, which is where we can run into some problems in the fat loss world. Because if our metabolisms have downregulated and learned to function off of 1,200 calories, it can be super challenging to continue to create that calorie deficit and to continue to have fat coming off because if your body is maintaining if its maintenance calories are 1200 you now have to have a calorie deficit of a thousand calories and then 900 and then 800 and like i said we don't do that here and we don't do that because it's not great for our hormones And we extra don't do that because it's not maintainable. You might be able to eat a thousand calories for a week, two weeks, maybe like a couple months, if that, but you're not going to continue to eat that way for the rest of your life. So once again, if your body has learned how to function off of low calories and you drop it even lower to create fat loss, it's going to be way easier to gain that fat back Because like I said, you're probably not going to continue to eat that way. So it's not actually going to be maintainable. And anything above that calorie deficit is now a calorie surplus, which means you're gaining some fat and some weight back. But we can avoid this whole cycle happening of having to do extreme diets just to gain it back to have to diet even more the next time 
by healing our metabolisms. And you're not going to love this answer, and it's going to sound very backwards for you, but if you have not spent time in your maintenance calories or higher for at least six months, your body is not ready for fat loss. If your body has been functioning in a calorie deficit for months or years already, there is absolutely no point in us continuing to create a calorie deficit because your body's probably not going to react and it's definitely not going to be maintainable. So when clients come to me, the first thing I ask is, what is the past six months to a year of your dieting history? Have you done keto? Have you intermittent fasted? Have you done juice cleanses? Have you done... 21 day fix? Have you tracked macros? If so, what were those macros? And that is one of the first questions I ask around fat loss because, like I said, if you have not spent the last four, six months or more than that in maintenance calories or higher, your metabolism is not ready to lose fat. All it knows is a calorie deficit, all it knows is being underfed. So it's going to be really challenging to create. A big enough calorie deficit to have that fat loss come off and actually have it be maintainable. So if you've been dieting, that's okay. It's fine. But we need to come out of a calorie deficit. We need to heal that metabolism. We need to give it a little bit more food. We need to get it upregulating again. We need to get it burning more calories again so that when we do decrease calories ever so slightly, that is now a true calorie deficit and fat loss will happen. But until we get to that point where we have healed our metabolism and we have boosted that metabolism, we're not ready to lose fat. And before you get sad or discouraged, if you've been on a fat loss journey in the past, you always hit a plateau. And that just means your body has adjusted to what you've been giving it. But the beautiful thing is you can give your body the opposite of what you've been doing and it will react to that it will heal it will thrive and then we can create that calorie deficit again so clients that have been working with me for years have been through many calorie deficit and maintenance calories or surplus calorie cycles and cycling between them is what keeps fat loss off and keeps it coming off as much as you want it to so If that sounds super scary for you and if you're like, Jill, I've been doing dieting for a long time and I just don't know how to not diet, please reach out to me and we can have a conversation about that. But you can figure out your maintenance calories on your own or you can message me and I want you to hang out in those maintenance calories for the rest of the summer. And I know that sounds scary, but it also means you have way more room to go enjoy meals with your friends, go enjoy drinks out, things like that. Plus, you're doing a good thing for your body. But if you need the support to do that, please reach out. So the first thing we're going to do when we're getting ready to lose some fat is we're going to support our metabolism. And like I said, spending at least like four to six months out of a dieting phase in maintenance calories or higher. If we've done that, cool, sick we can move into a fat loss phase. The next thing is going to be moving your body. And I don't need you in the gym six to seven days a week for multiple hours. We're not 
We're not doing that. But I challenge you to move every single day in some way. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. But if you're only going for a couple walks a week or going to the gym a couple days a week, creating that daily movement is going to burn a little bit extra calories for us. And remember, we're already healed our metabolism so we can afford to burn some extra calories. Move your body in some way every single day. Walk, run, jog, go to yoga, lift some weights, go to Pilates, go to Zumba. I don't really care, but pick something to do every single day. And I extra encourage you to incorporate at least two to three resistance strength training workouts a week. Again, you could go to the gym on your own. You could go to group fitness. You could hire a personal trainer. You could hire an online coach. Getting a few strength sessions in there a week is going to be such a game changer for your fat loss goals. Because if you didn't know, muscle burns more calories than fat. So the more muscle density we have, the more calories we're going to burn at rest. As well as muscle just looks a little bit different on our bodies than fat. So even if the scale isn't dropping by a ton, our bodies are going to look really different. If you literally only strength trained for the next year and you didn't worry about the food you were eating, your body would still look completely different than it does right now. So incorporating some strength training in there is really important and is going to be really beneficial and honestly one of the biggest game changers for your fat loss journey. Heal your metabolism, spend some time outside of a dieting phase, move your body in some way every day with two to three resistance strength training workouts a week. Again, that strength training doesn't have to be hours in the gym. There is plenty of 20-minute, 30-minute circuits you can do at home with a pair of dumbbells or some resistance bands, Um, and I would be happy to point you in the right direction of those, but incorporating some resistance training every single week is going to be really important. The third one, I'm sure you've heard a million times before, and I'll probably get some eye rolls, but that's okay, bear with me, is quality sleep. And I know some of you are like, Jill, I cannot get eight hours of sleep every single night. That's okay. You don't have to. I always say I'm like the odd man out in the coaching world, but I love to be that way because I want everything I give to you as advice to actually be useful. Yes, in an ideal world, we would all sleep eight, nine, ten hours a night and it would be deep, restful sleep with no interruptions. But that's not the world we live in. So in my opinion, that's useless advice to give. So instead, I encourage you to focus on getting good quality sleep with the hours of sleep you are getting. So if you're getting five hours of sleep, let's make sure those five hours count. If you're getting eight hours of sleep, let's make sure those eight hours count. If you're getting 10 hours of sleep, first of all, I'm jealous. Second of all, let's make sure those 10 hours count. And what's more important than the length of time you're asleep is the quality of sleep you're getting in that time. So some red flags around sleep. If you're having trouble falling asleep, 
if you're having trouble staying asleep, and if you're not waking up feeling rested. So if any or all of those three things are happening to you, that means our body isn't really getting that good quality deep sleep and we have some work to do. And I can make an entire episode on sleep if you want me to, but if you're not getting good quality sleep, I want you to look at your sleep hygiene, your sleep habits. Are you staying up scrolling on your phone? Are you watching TV? If you are, let's get rid of those things. Let's create some sort of bedtime routine. Let's get some vitamins in there that help support good quality sleep. Um, And let's see if we can really clean up that sleep hygiene and those sleep habits so that we are getting some really good quality sleep with the amount of hours we're getting no matter what. I always tell my clients that I can help support you and your sleep habits. I unfortunately cannot control your children. I would love to be able to put them to sleep for you and make sure they stay asleep. But again, it's not the world we live in. So let's focus on you and making sure you're getting good quality sleep with the amount of hours you are. Those are my top three. First one, spend some time outside of a calorie deficit in maintenance calories at least or maybe a little bit more for six months. Again, that sounds scary. If you need support doing that, let me know, but it is such a game changer for fat loss. You can think of it this way as well. If you've been in a fat loss phase or you've been attempting to lose fat and it just hasn't been happening... A little bit of tough love here for you. Fat loss isn't happening either way. So we might as well use our time where it's not happening for good and make sure it's beneficial and make sure we're creating a difference with that time. So if you need support doing that, let me know. Spend some time outside of a calorie deficit, improving your metabolism for at least six months in maintenance calories or higher. Second one. Move your body in some way every single day. Bonus points if you can add two to three strength training sessions in there every week. Last one, making sure we're getting good quality sleep. Obviously, if you can increase the number of hours of sleep you're getting, definitely do that as well. But let's make sure we are falling asleep easily, staying asleep, waking up, feeling rested. If none of those things are happening, we have some work to do. Look at your habits around bedtime. Look at your sleep hygiene. Sleep is our body's time to rest, restore, and recover. It gets rid of cortisol. It regulates our hormones. There are so many amazing things that happen when we are getting good quality sleep. And again, I can talk about all of those in a whole nother episode But if we're not getting good quality sleep, then we can't expect our bodies to be able to perform and function the way we want it to because it's not getting the rest it truly, truly needs. I hope these three things give you some place to start with your fat loss journey or maybe some habits to work on during your fat loss journey if you're already in one. If you've been struggling with a plateau, let's make sure these three things are in check. If you need support with any or all of these things, you can find me over on Instagram at Jill underscore April Fitness. I really, truly want to rebrand my Instagram handle because I just don't feel like the fitness part's 
fits anymore. So if you have any ideas of what kind of comes to mind when you think of me as a coach, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would love some help with rebranding that Instagram handle over there. But for now, you can find me at Jill underscore April Fitness. You can find me, myself, and Jess over on the podcast page at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot me a DM, shoot the podcast a DM, leave a comment on our page, or you can leave us a voicemail. We would absolutely love to hear that. If this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could share with a friend or post it to your story and tag us. We do this podcast for free, unpaid, and we would absolutely love your support that way by sharing an episode or telling a friend. Consider it payment that costs you absolutely nothing as well. Thanks for joining me. Jess and I will catch you back together next week. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week. Be nice, be kind, drink your water, move your body, and I will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you.